Quiet on set. Rolling. Action. Action. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of And Cut. And welcome back to another review. Yes. Firstly, we want to address quickly why we have not posted in a little bit. Quick little life update. Life's been kind of crazy right now. I don't know kinda about you. Kind of crazy. It's been insanely crazy. Yeah. I There's not a day that goes by where I have had nothing to do. There's always a task that needs to be done, a thing to accomplish, and it's a never-ending cycle. That's for her, and it's mostly, like, not work, not necessarily school-related, mm-hmm. because she's been focusing on our vlogs that you should have seen by now, yes. and she's been focusing on editing some of the other podcast episodes and stuff. But as well as writing episodes and making content for other accounts that I run. Yeah, on top of no normal schoolwork and work yeah. day as well, but which is great. But then for me, I'm right now on to the last week of um, soccer. Mm-hmm. So it's been working 8 a.m., going to school ooh, afterwards, ooh, ooh. and then soccer at nighttime. But hey, you're going to be done within like the week. Yeah. Congratulations. Do you uh, regret joining the soccer team no, overall? No, definitely not. It's a lot of work, mm-hmm. for sure. But it's been fun. It's been a good ride. I mean, I'm we're glad. not the greatest team, but we're all... I mean, we're not the greatest scorers kind of mm-hmm. thing, but eh, we're a good team. We, right. we support each other mm-hmm. and stuff. I know what you mean it's by that. It's been fun. Yeah. We've been saying all month long that November is going to be, like, our month. Kind of a relief month. Yeah. And I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for today, we have a movie that we actually watched a long time ago. A very long time ago. A very long time ago. Yes. It's called Honk for Jesus. Save Your Soul. Might have seen this. Uh, you might have seen the trailer for this movie on um, the movie theater. But I believe it was a right to streaming services release. I believe so, too. It's on Peacock, if you happen to have that. Um, it came out September 2nd. It was directed by... I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing any of these names wrong. Uh, directed by Adama Ibo. Um, and it made... It says it made $2.6 million at the box office, which tells me that they had, like, a small release mm-hmm. in theaters yeah i think it ran for maybe mm-hmm. like a weekend or something like that yeah it stars sterling k brown and regina hall as a married couple uh quick synopsis here i'm getting this from imdb is a satirical comedy starring regina hall as trinity childs the proud first lady of a southern baptist megachurch together with her husband pastor lee curtis childs played by Sterling K. Brown, once served a congregation in the tens of thousands, but after a scandal forces their church to temporarily close, Trinity and Lee Curtis must reopen their church and rebuild their congregation to make the biggest comeback that commodified religion has ever seen. By the way, if you hear a change in sound right this second and you can hear my voice nicer, it's because I had the microphone on the wrong setting. Oh, look at you. But yeah, so that is relatively what the plot of this movie is about. Um... I guess, content warning, some of the movie discusses um, predatory behavior, Mm -hmm. and um, basically, I'll say this, the pastor was basically accused of um, having relations (laughs) or attempted relations with some of the young men and minors, um, minor boys. uh, It's not necessarily addressed 
if it was like fully consensual, but I mean, yeah. there is an age of consent it's that implied. I believe was breached by um some parts that it wasn't exactly consensual and that where there was like manipulation and predatory behavior involved with it um as there is a scene where he you know speaks to a younger gentleman kind of in a weird for what i see in this film it's kind of like it wasn't necessarily forced Mm-hmm. But he was definitely taking advantage of them because they were yeah. like really, really young, like before, like he was under taking 16. advantage of their trust more than <clears throat> exactly. anything, and acting as if. Ooh, sorry, that was my alarm. Uh, he was sort of acting as if like he was helping them out. Yeah, um, and you can see that afterwards yeah. in the film mm-hmm. when he approaches a different one, like you were mentioning, and yeah. it's like I can help you. What do you need from me? Exactly, yeah. So what's also interesting about this film is that it is a mockumentary. I'm sure you've all have. Mm-hmm. If you've seen the trailer, you know what I mean by that. Um, but what I noticed immediately upon watching is that there's two different parts of this film. One that is mm-hmm. being filmed by the film crew and one that's actually taking place. Yeah, um, so you get really to see distinct. both sides. Didn't you mention something about the aspect ratio? Yeah, so the aspect ratio yeah. actually changes. Right now, I cannot remember, remember at the top of my head. I believe the black bars is what changes. I mean, obviously, the aspect ratio uh-huh. changes by the black bars. But I believe the documentary, the black bars are on the sides, like mm-hmm. an old TV. Uh, and then the regular film, the black bars are like the thin up and yeah. down bars mm-hmm. that you see like normally in films nowadays. Exactly. And you can tell like I... A change in the sense like you actually get like both sides of the conversation because you know when you're like you're filming mm-hmm. a conversation you want to get like over the shoulder shots from both yeah. people involved in the conversation and then mockumentary stuff it is being filmed as if someone literally is just holding a camera and watching people talk and i kind of think a that even the the frame rate changes i, I think say. so too yeah. i feel like um the documentary style mm-hmm. is probably 30 frames per second if not mm-hmm. more uh, and then uh, standard 24 for yeah. the movie and you can definitely also see a shift in the characters which i thought was really interesting like we get to see a lot more of them and it even gets like worse you get to see like the unraveling of their marriage um you get to see their fights and their deeper emotions even if they're not outwardly saying how they feel or expressing their frustration, you can tell that something mm-hmm. is very wrong in this scenario, and they, like, put on this, like, facade and, like, this mask almost of mm-hmm. happiness when they're in front of the mockumentary, because apparently the mockumentary is there to film them as they're getting ready to reopen their church, so they need it to be, like, a happy yeah. time for them, I guess. And um, another big thing in the movie is that you can see this progression in the couple at the beginning whenever they're speaking about something like, the case is coming up and stuff like that. Like, they don't want it to be on mm-hmm. camera. They're like, hey, could you please leave, like, for a second? We yeah. gotta talk really quick. And towards the end, it's like, I'm telling you to leave right this second. Like, I don't want it this camera It gets more agitated. Yeah. And they get way more stressed <laughs> out, for sure. I think they were great performances. Oh, definitely. And what yeah. is really interesting is that in the documentary, they don't, even, they don't only get that couple. They also get, like, the other couple that's running the other church mm-hmm. that is, like overpowering them and i believe they yeah. get a couple other people every now and then mm-hmm. um, yeah. but i know great actors for sure and mm-hmm. um, i mean this is the kind of movie that if done right can get you an mm-hmm. oscar easily because yeah. it's like the movie that the academy is usually looking for mm-hmm. that has a message and yeah. it's not like marvel what what i've seen people talk about is kind of like it 
is calling out hypocrisy, hmm. I guess, uh, specifically in that, <clears throat> like, not even, like, stereotypical, like, the actual, like, area of, like, Baptist churches hmm. in that area of America that have mega churches that get involved in these scandals because leadership can get unchecked, and then like nothing gets done mm. almost like it gets they just try to like sweep it under the rug to continue what they were doing to continue making money and i think that's what this film is trying to hone in on is you're seeing this these like two people that are absolute hypocrites on camera yeah. um trying <clears throat> to pretend that they're fine pretend that they're this christian loving couple but really she's married to a predator uh, who clearly is not in love with her. I feel yeah. like he sees her as a complete business partner. And she attempts to talk to her mom in one scene I really liked, where she was like, I'm not liking this. And her mom was just like, you gotta suck it up. Mm. Like, like, you a married real woman. Him, you gotta stay yeah. with him. And that is what's told quite often. Because it's like, oh, he's not abusive, <clears throat> so like you should stay because you want to keep the marriage lasting. Well... She's very not happy, and this is a very bad situation. That Another she's thing, and I don't want to get too much into it because I don't mm-hmm. want to just like. I mean, there is a lot of like explicit kind of content in mm-hmm. this movie, um, and for example, in one of the first scenes, I believe it's like the second scene of the mm-hmm. film, they're uh, in bed together, mm-hmm. uh, and he's asking her if they can do it the other way. Mm-hmm. Uh, by other way, I mean like backdoor. Mm-hmm. And she's like, can we just do it the right, the normal way today? Mm-hmm. And, and this is, I mean, it's kind of confusing when you see it then. And it's like, right, okay, whatever. But later on, you find out that it's because of this predatory behavior that he has yeah. towards young men, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, the and only way that he And it's also heartbreaking to think about because he can't even, like, look at her. Exactly. Like, it's, that tells to me that he's not even, like, sexually attracted mm-hmm. to her, which... You should be if you're going to be in a marital relationship with yeah. somebody. And so that was, like, it was definitely, like, bizarre to look at. But as you, like, sort of started unraveling hmm. it even deeper in the film, like, it made even more sense. And it honestly became, like, really heartbreaking. Like, I felt so bad for her. It's really, this film is really interesting because yeah. I think it has such a heavy topic. And mm-hmm. thinking back at it and talking about it, you can realize how heavy of a topic it actually yeah. covers. And how much there is to unravel in the film. Mm-hmm. But when you're watching it, it's actually, like, funny. It's like yeah, a comedy. Yeah, and the trailer was posed as, like, a comedy, too. I think yeah. that's why I was, like, really taken aback by it. Because I wasn't expecting, mm-hmm. like, a deep, Yeah, in, like, in the first topic. 10 minutes, it's, like, like really great comedy. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is great. And then Everything after the I first expect. 10 minutes, it's like... Mm-hmm. What is going on? Because you, you don't even realize, I think, at, mm-hmm. in, at the beginning that it's shifted off of the mockumentary. Because not you necessarily... You know yeah, different, exactly. but, like... And then you start realizing, like, oh, they're not filming this right now. Because it's not necessarily that the film style changes, mm-hmm. like, um, oh, right now, we're not a comedy anymore. Like, right. we're filming as a horror mm-hmm. movie or whatever. No, it's just... The movie continues being, like, mm-hmm. on and off documentary. Yeah. And... It just starts touching on those topics that mm-hmm. are so incredibly insane. Yeah. And you, yeah, it takes you aback. It's like, what is going on? I've, I don't think I, I can even compare this to any movie that I've ever seen. No. It was super unique. Yeah. I, I was really blown away by that. And I really like this new way of mm-hmm. writing. I think that's really interesting because people are so sure. different when they're not being filmed mm-hmm. or photographed. 
uh, when they think nobody's watching, they behave very differently. So I think that was really interesting to touch upon as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to filmmaking and script writing, kudos to whoever wrote this because it's not easy. I think it, I think the director wrote this because I, I remember seeing something about they made an initial mm. um, like short film version, like concept huh. film, and then made this. I mean, this is film. insanely hard because you not mm-hmm. only have to give character development for someone in a film, but you have mm-hmm. to give character development for someone in a film within a film. Yeah. So it's like you're trying to maneuver all of mm-hmm. these different characters when you only have really two main actors. Yeah. And you have to do it in such a way that it is being shown visually mm-hmm. without like some really long exposition. Uh, you have to unravel it naturally. And give a character uh, arc really well done. for both on and off the documentary mm-hmm. characters. Because they both change throughout the exactly. film in different ways. Mm-hmm. And even then, like I feel like <clears throat> I couldn't get the best read on where they were at even at the end and i think that was like a hard part because it's like oh yeah like we're not gonna have like the sort of like satisfying ending where she leaves him and gets a better Mm -hmm. life or his whole life falls apart or whatnot like yeah people didn't really show up to his easter sunday service they were at the other Mm -hmm. church but they seem to be still world they're still together together They still have, like, a few loyal people, so it's, like, mm-hmm. you don't really know what's going to happen next, and honestly, that is, like, more like a real-life reflection. And before the very end, there is also this insane part where he's giving his uh, speech, or uh, mm-hmm. whatever it's called. Sermon. The sermon. And it's, like, he is trying to be so profound, and it goes on for, like, maybe five minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Maybe not so long, but he is... Um, giving this sermon and it's like oh this is great and then the sermon ends and the wife is like eh you can do better yeah it's like sterling k brown i think did a great (laughs) performance Mm -hmm. of the sermons because i almost was like yeah this sounds great this sounds like a legit legit apology and then he just does this 180 when his wife is like Eh, you can be more profound. You yeah. can hit them a little bit harder. Like, if it's you like, want this to work, you need to do it lying. Right. He's actively <laughs> putting on a show mm-hmm. for these people. And I thought that was like... Because it happens all the time. Yeah, I've seen so many videos of different sermons where they're just doing all this crazy stuff on stage and saying these outrageous things mm-hmm. just to get their audience to be like that. They treat sermons as a show overall mm-hmm. and i think they totally touched upon that they did their research or yeah, if not sure. then they grew up in this environment <laughs> i mean they, uh, probably the, the the director probably mm-hmm. grew up in some kind of environment like yeah. this because it's not easy mm-hmm. to like I'm, I'm not saying predatory environment mm-hmm. i'm saying like religious environment yeah specifically not this easy. baptist mega church environment yeah because even though like i grew up in a church it wasn't a mega church mm-hmm. and the politics of like a smaller church are so much different than a bigger you church like, i don't even know, know what a first inside. lady was yeah like all these different like terms and the hats and the dresses like that's mm-hmm. a cultural thing that i just do not know because that's not what i grew up with that's not the type of christianity mm-hmm. i was born into Um, let alone me (laughs) exactly yeah you're catholic like you're completely different so it's like it it was just so interesting and we'll touch upon this in a second when we start talking about the Mm -hmm. um the reviews but i think this is a movie that is not for everybody definitely not and if you don't like it you're definitely not gonna like it Mm -hmm. but if you see something in it you're gonna love this movie yeah because 
like I mean, we've been mentioning how it's just mm-hmm. amazing filmmaking and yeah. it's really uh, well done. Mm-hmm. So if you like this kind of stuff, uh, like kind of experimental filmmaking, perhaps. Yeah, I can agree with that that term. Because it's complicated to mm-hmm. understand sometimes, and you just gotta mm-hmm. like keep on with the plot. Yeah. Uh, but if you like that kind of stuff, you're gonna enjoy this movie for mm-hmm. sure. So should uh-huh. we get on to some reviews? Yeah, I will <coughs> say that it got a lot of negative reviews on mm-hmm. Google. Um, a lot of people didn't really like it, and I think I mentioned this before. Like I've heard nobody really talk about this film. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it did not hit. I think that also had a lot to do with the streaming service that yeah, they selected. Because I, mean... <laughs> I don't know a lot of people that have Peacock, if I'm being honest. But do you know you what's know funny what? though? I think pretty much everybody and anybody has Peacock. It's just that no no one knows why they even have Peacock. Yeah, we have Peacock for no reason. I don't remember paying for it. So the reason we got Peacock <laughs> is because we had Xfinity. And it was like, oh, you get Peacock with Xfinity. Mind you, we haven't had a cable in like we, two years, year and a half. Like, yeah, we're with your parents. We don't have our own internet bill. We just like merged with his parents. And we still have the same login and with my account. It still works. And I'm like, where is this? I don't see money being taken out of any account. No. We would have noticed by now. It's just free at this point. But yeah, I mean, it's a, it's the same service that you may or may not know mm-hmm. because they have the office now. Yes. That's pretty much it. And they've also been doing ads about having the Harry Potter movies on there, even though they were not the first. And they're on and off. Like, I know, I think you've mentioned Twilight being in there, yeah, but it's like... I think they might have taken it off already, though. Yeah, it's like they have it for a week and then it leaves and then they have it for another mm-hmm. week. So the first review I have is from Roger Ebert. He gave it a three out of five. So the uh, paragraph is that I the have, best we're gonna have? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, he said when Ebo, the director, concentrates on the satirical aspects that mock the hypocrisy she's exposing, Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul hilariously fires on all cylinders. It's when the film tries to juggle the darker aspects mm-hmm. that its seams start to show. The last fifteen minutes or so juxtapose some very absurd imagery with deep painful confrontations it's to hall and brown's credit that the film manages to stay afloat um not many actresses could survive playing scenes of devastation in full mime makeup mm-hmm. i'm not even gonna try to explain yep. that you gotta um, see it the last shot of the film mirrors her face with a garish black jesus statue lee curtis demanded she used to promote their comeback hall milks it all for the pathos it's worth and more uh the usually stoic brown jumps at the chance to go large showing his comedic chops as if he'll never get the chance to do it again um he continues and says when trinity politely asks her to move the grand opening of the church this other character (laughs) tells her no dice so much of the film's humor comes from this placating of niceties it's too bad that Ebo can't successfully stick the landing for the darker scenes still mm. what is here is choice material especially if you grew up in the church or currently attend one of the many prosperity gospel mega churches there's real bite here and i can't think of another movie ballsy enough to include knuck if you buck and never would have made it on the same soundtrack hall and brown's car ride performance of the former is today's equivalent of the bohemian rhapsody scene in wayne's world that these two people of god quote-unquote are rapping a profane song just goes to show that even the most devout of us can't resist a good sinful set of bars i'm not a pervert lee curtis pleads at one point i'm a sinner i'll leave that judgment up to god and the viewer oh my goodness um, i mean i guess i can i can kind of see what they're saying mm-hmm. so this next one i have is from npr i didn't give a star rating but i will 
read out these last two paragraphs. The two leads are terrific in these mockumentary scenes as Lee Curtis and Brown radiate swagger and charisma and energy while Hall is all nervous and chuckles and side glances as Trinity tries to keep it together for the cameras, but the actors reveal even um, deeper emotional layers away from those cameras. One remarkably intimate moment takes place in the couple's bedroom where we get a sense of the deep cracks in their marriage, and that's before we learn about the more sordid details of Lee Curtis's scandal. As satire, Honk for Jesus is both blunt and broad, but then as the movie shows us, so is the megachurch tradition it's skewering. And while Adama Ibo certainly pokes fun at her protagonist, she never denies them their humanity. It's clear enough that a happy redemptive ending isn't in the cards for Lee Curtis and Trinity, but even still, the characters find ways to keep surprising and even moving us. Hall, an outstanding dramatic actor as well as a skilled comedian, gets a doozy of a monologue where she finally peels away her glossy exterior and unleashes a genuinely anguished cry from the heart. Trinity Childs may not be a character you can trust, but in these moments, Hall's performance is truly something to believe in. Hmm. I agree. I think they carried the film. I yeah. absolutely loved both of their performances. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the last review I have here is from The Independent. Um, charismatic, it says here, charismatic performances by Regina Hall and Shirley K. Brown. Flavor, writer, director, Adamo Ibo's impressive feature film debut. So this <gasps> is actually Adamo Ibo's debut film. I mean, good for him. Good for her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They say here at the end, as periodically fascinating, comedic, and audacious as the film can be, it wavers off track and loses continuity as it oscillates between faux documentary detachment and standard narrative forms. What holds our attention throughout the film are the serious, serial comic acting chops of Regina Hall and the First Lady, as the First Lady and Shirley K. Brown, the errant preacher. Both actors' charismatic performances deliver righteously and with aptly rubbery morality. To them, we say hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But they also say here, but the secret weapon of intrigue in Honk for Jesus is its mockumentary subplot. Mm-hmm. A mostly unseen documentary crew follows the would-be holy couple's return to their self-imposed thrones, fly-on-the-wall style, warts and all. Yeah, I mean, for this movie, I think it would have been a bit harder to actually be successful if the mockumentary wasn't there. Yeah, I agree. I think it would have been probably another movie of the bunch. But I also think that's why exactly it's so unique. Because, mm-hmm. yes, it's seen in, like, The Office. And, yeah. But in the movie that is so serious, it's rarely... I mean, I, I cannot name another movie that does this. Exactly. There might be one, but I cannot name mm-hmm. it, so... yeah. Well I do want to read some of the one-star reviews off of Google. One mm-hmm. person said, I thought it was odd, and it became clear to me early on I wasn't going to be able to sit through it. I didn't like the movie because it was boring and it had no exciting parts. It has to be the worst movie that I've ever seen in my entire life. It seems as if it was based on the story of a pastor in Georgia that is no longer alive. Hashtag terrible thumbs down. Ooh. Movie was trash, great cast, and I get what they were trying to do. But nope, this was not it. This is one of the worst movies ever made. I wish I could get my time and money back. Wish my eyes could unsee this useless film. I hope whoever made it lost money and is not allowed to make a movie ever again. I love Regina Hall, but this movie did not do her justice. One of the worst movies I've ever watched. I thought it would be a comedy. It wasn't fine, but at least tell us the whole story and don't leave us wondering. I can understand that. Yeah, there is a missing ending. There, there is there is something to be wanted at yeah. the end of that film. Movie was extremely confusing. Not a good plot or climax to the movie. A lot of scenes felt unfinished. The movie would have 
have more more sense as a series <laughs> two great actors and actress love to see you in your next movie but everyone else should bypass this one sorry was very disappointed and hope mr brown gets a new agent oh no i mean there isn't many more people in this i mean they're saying great actor and yeah. actress but if there is more actors they appear on screen for like mm-hmm. a second so horrible no plot at all very cringy not funny at all I'm not sure why it's categorized as a comedy Absolutely horrible, not funny, not interesting, very boring. All I can think about is that it's two hours of my life I can't get back. Don't waste your time unless you have absolutely nothing to do. Plain offensive, no real plot. Then to just bash Christianity, definitely a movie to stay away from. Stan, dot, dot, dot. I don't know why there's always the word Stan, dot, dot, dot. It was so bad I walked out in the middle of it. Regina Hall's a great actress, and I definitely still love her, but I'm glad I didn't pay for this movie. It was horrible. I <laughs> uh, thought it would be funny. I feel like this is a lot of the reviews I'm seeing. I thought it would be funny. And That's they were you, disappointed. That's no, honestly, though, I thought the same nah, thing yeah, the going trailer, the, I mean, if they say that it's categorized as a comedy, which I don't think it should be. I don't think it should be either. It's definitely more of like a drama. A drama. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is a word in Spanish. Drama What is it? A dramatic comedy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I get where they're coming from on that. And yeah, like I said, like I don't think this film is for everybody, so I think everybody is completely fine on their opinion, like that this wasn't they were expecting. And I get I get from like a non film person's perspective, it would be kind of boring at mm-hmm. times. Especially if you don't feel anything for the characters. Yeah. I can understand that. I just was really interested in the movie just the way that it was filmed and the way that we were learning. I think about that's what was amusing. Yeah, definitely. But I can understand that I don't think they're trying to bash Christianity. No, I think <laughs> I think they're not trying to get too much into the issue because they didn't yeah. even they didn't touch upon it much. It was more like yeah. them trying to get out of that more than anything it's else. It's more about the church <laughs> instead of the religion. Yeah. You know, because any church can have issues. Because, I mean, they had another They're church not like, talking about in the same that. town that was mm-hmm. doing great. Exactly, no yeah. So like, if like... this was to bash Christianity, there would be something more to it. Yeah. Deeper. Not on a human level, you know. So, I don't think that's a way to think about it, but... Yeah. I, I mean, think it's pretty good. one out of five clapboards, how many would you give it to this movie? I'm giving it a 3.5, only because, yes, I, um, at times I was just like, what, what mm-hmm. is happening? Like, and, and then the ending, I was just sort of like, oh, that's it? Like, it's over? Like, what? Um, but I was very intrigued overall. I, like, I knew when they said, like, assault allegations, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. This could be a variety of meanings. Like, I knew, like, from the get-go that that could mean something, but I definitely wasn't expecting everything, mm. and I felt very surprised. I didn't feel like um, the the director was sort of leading us to one specific conclusion, which I appreciate. We're allowed to make our own assumptions. We're allowed to have yeah. our own opinions. And she's giving these characters enough depth that I feel like you can begin to understand why people like them and why people looked up to them, and then you can understand even more why it must have been like so heartbreaking I mean, for the kudos, church members. Kudos to her for making this yeah. film. It's a complicated thing to do, especially as a as a first ever. Yeah, if if you only if she only ever did like a concept before this, like yeah. this is great. Like I and great to have two well known actors on your yeah, film. Yeah, honestly, well. I mean, me personally, I'm gonna give it a a three out of five clapping mm-hmm. boards. 
because it's not a movie I will rewatch not anytime mm-hmm. soon, but it's definitely a movie I will recommend someone else watch yeah. it. Um, I think it's very interesting and it's a great yeah. conversation starter. Definitely, like if you've seen it, you can talk with someone else. Mm-hmm. It will go on. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, uh, that's it from us. I think overall, like a three point two five clapping Averaging. Thank you so much for being here one more day. Yes. Make sure to check us on YouTube as at that film couple. Right, right. Is that what we're called? I don't remember. Yeah, you can yeah, check us okay. at the film couple. That film couple. And then you can also check us out on Instagram at the podcast, and you can check me out on Instagram at Sevas Alip. You can check me out on Instagram at Kate Johnston six two two. Thank you so much for being here one more week, and we'll see you in the next one. See you guys next time. <laughs> and, and cut. cut. Bye.